Hey, what's up, Rise Up Live Free Podcast listeners. Today, we have a special episode queued up for you. We're gonna play a recording, actually, of an interview that I did with Katherine Jones. This is her nine at nine show where she asks entrepreneurs nine questions in nine minutes. Now, if you believe that I could say anything in less than nine minutes, uh, yeah, you'd be laughing out loud right along with me. So we did not only stick to nine minutes, but it was a great conversation um, into the world and mind of the entrepreneur and money and just how broken the traditional system is for entrepreneurs. So first takeaway I want everybody, the reason why I wanted to play this for everybody is the first big takeaway that should be here is if you're an entrepreneur, the game of money simply as taught traditionally as taught to the rest of the world simply does not apply to you because you don't live a life that 97% of the rest of the world do where they get a paycheck every two weeks, right? You've got completely different considerations and your plan has to be built differently. That was the subject of it, okay? But part two is, what if you're not an entrepreneur? Why should you listen to this episode? Well, we spend half of our time, we kind of laugh about this, Ryan, Jimmy and I, we kind of laugh about this. We say, we spend half of our time talking to business owners and entrepreneurs and trying to teach them to be more like W2 people, right? Be disciplined, save your money, build some habits. And then we spend the other half of our time talking to W2 individuals and telling them they need to think and be more like entrepreneurs. They need to be more entrepreneurial. So really the path of money to financial freedom is exactly the same, regardless of whether you are an entrepreneur or whether you're a W2 person. It requires the same skill sets. The approach to that will be different depending on where you're starting from. If you're starting your journey from the W-2 side, there's an order of operations. And if you know what that means, we just did a podcast episode on that recently. There's an order of operations to getting to where you want to be financially free. And it, and if you're an entrepreneur, the principles, the application is the same, but your order of operations is going to be slightly different because you're coming from a different place. So don't you know skip the episode and go to the next one. If you're not an entrepreneur, I think um, even as a W-2 or a 1099 type person, if that's how you generate the majority of your wealth uh, your, or your income, I guess I should say, then there's still gonna be lots of takeaways here because you're gonna to wanna to start looking into how can I shift and see the world of money more through the eyes and think more like an entrepreneur because at the end of the day, if you want to be financially free, you have to be entrepreneurial with your money. No one will care about your money more than you do, okay? So giving that to somebody else will never result in the outcome. We kind of talk about this a lot as well that you know, picture yourself if you've got a kid and they come to you as a six-year-old with a problem, you would never just say, oh, go talk to somebody else and they'll solve it for you. Or you never say, well, let's let's just not deal with that now and we'll deal with it 40 years from now, right? You would never expect a good outcome that way. And But that's exactly what most people are doing with their money. So they're deferring those problems. They're trying to give them to somebody else and then trust that it will be taken care of rather than rising up, rather than taking personal accountability and responsibility for their money and their finances. Anyway, with all of that said, I hope you enjoy this episode with Katherine Jones. I sure did. So we're going to switch over to that now. Welcome to the Rise Up Live Free Podcast, where we're going to be giving you the exact blueprint to reach financial freedom in 10 years or less, regardless of your age, your income, or your experience. You see, we believe that 97% of traditional financial advice is dangerous, misleading, or outright wrong. And we're here to empower you on how you can use money and cash flow as a tool to create, build, and live a life you love now 
rather than having to wait until you're 65. If you're ready to take immediate action, join us over at cashflowtactics.com forward slash podcast. All right, you guys. Listen, I'm so excited for today. Today's Nine at Nine is going to be awesome. The Nine Nine Show, where I ask nine questions at nine in the morning. For less than nine minutes, this is a man that I've been following for a long time, and uh, it's been so fun to get to know him and his partner, Ryan, so much better. But everybody, say hello to Bradley Gibb. Brad, how are you doing today? So good. This is, I'm excited. I don't think we can get nine questions in nine minutes, but let's give it a shot. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. Okay, you guys, so you guys know Brad is amazing. He teaches people how to get financial freedom in 10 years or less. And what I love about their systems and what they do is they don't just adhere to entrepreneurs, but other people as well. But today I really wanted to ask him more than nitty gritty for money management, making your wealth grow, becoming financially free in 10 years, if you are more in this entrepreneurial space. So um, are you ready, Brad? Let's do it. Yes. Okay. I feel like the one thing that I'm missing on the show, I feel like I need like an applause button or like a soundboard or something. So I'll and, work. and then like a button that like dings when we go to the next question. Yes. Okay. Listen, uh, next time I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So number one, I would love to know what is the biggest mistake that you see entrepreneurs make with theirs? This is the number one. And we see it almost every single time they follow traditional advice. We call this listening to broke people right? If the person you're trying to get information from is broke themselves or isn't where you want to be financially or isn't doing the things you want to do, why would you listen to them? You can only follow people who are where you want to be. And in the game of money, especially with entrepreneurs, they're just listening to the wrong people. Okay. So sub question, we're going to answer it. We're going to put it. Why do we keep doing that? Because that's what we've been trained, taught and educated to believe with money. Like money is one of those areas where results are not held up. It's you're in it for the long run. Don't worry about it. We're all in this. We're all doing this together. And it's, we've put something, anytime you put something so far out that you don't have to take action today, it's not a goal or a target or something we're going to accomplish. It's a dream. It's a hope, right? And for us, hope is not a strategy, right? And so it's just the simple product of where we've been raised and what we've been taught. And we've broken free from that as entrepreneurs, from the job, from the security, from the, I need a degree and all of that, but we haven't shaken it from money. Mm, okay. I love this. Okay. Which leads me to the next question because how should an entrepreneur approach money versus a non-entrepreneur? Is there a different focus they should have? Is there a different game they should be playing? It is a completely different game. So the focus needs to be that they are going to build their own wealth, not look external to say, I'm going to invest blood, sweat, and tears and take all this risk and grow this business and finally make it profitable. And then as soon as I have a little bit of extra money, I'm looking somewhere else to someone else to give it all to, mm-hmm. right? It's to, to sit at the center of that and say, my business is the vehicle to create my wealth. Mm-hmm. And so realizing that your business is your greatest investment is the starting point for that shift, not look external. We don't need external things the way somebody who just has a job and doesn't have control over their income, doesn't have control over their future. We as entrepreneurs do. I love that. Okay. So with your business being like the vehicle for your wealth, I think there's like this really um, like almost sexy idea of like martyrdom, right? You look like Elon Musk who had like $2 billion companies and was still sleeping on his friend's couch because he'd like invested everything back in <laughs> to yep. both of them. Um, what is your opinion, especially for an entrepreneur? Cause I think it is so such a natural thing to be like, 
build, put it all back in versus like paying yourself versus actually putting it back in the business. How do you approach that? With yeah, your- that, that, that sounds cool. Like the Gary V hustle sounds awesome yeah. until you're like totally exhausted, right? Yeah. Same thing with reinvesting in your business. Um, I've got six kids, believe it or not. And really what I want people to realize is your business is like a snot-nosed, whiny three-year-old sitting in the back of the car seat, yelling and kicking the seat. Like yes. it will take all of your cash and more if you give it to it, right? But you don't have to. So the unfortunate reality about your business is someday in the future, it will be worth zero. All business, but the future value of every business is zero. Every successful business that was the pinnacle of the world eventually will go out and be worth nothing because we don't want their services anymore, right? And so understanding that is we have to figure out when we shift from investing in the business and growing it to then you know turning that around and having it make us wealthy. We have to have a plan independent of our business to become financially free. Okay, shoot. Okay, which I think just leads perfectly. <laughs> Guys, that like it hurts me that we only have nine minutes, but this is good. I'm gonna I'm listen, I'm gonna force you to come, I'm gonna beg you to come back. Okay, because I think this leads to this next question that I have that so much of money is not just tactics, right? Cash flow tactics, but so much of it is here in your head, a mindset that you have to have. And I would love to know like what what's the story? What's the truths that we need to believe about money in order for us to be able to actually conquer it? And and I'm glad you said this because we spend just like any coach, you spend more time in mindset than probably anything else. And the thing I work with entrepreneurs is to get them over the feeling that they're the dumb kids sitting in the corner of the room with a dunce hat on, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's what society told a lot of us that we were, right? We didn't get good grades. We didn't sit still in class. We didn't fit into the cubicle. We didn't wear a tie. Like we didn't do all those things. But then for some reason, when it comes to money, we're like, wow, I'm I'm just not smart enough, right? I I don't know how to do that, right? But what I want all entrepreneurs to understand is like, I worked on Wall Street, right? I have been downtown New York City seeing how the sausage is made. You as an entrepreneur have a power and are smarter than all of those other people combined because you can make money. Mm -hmm. People managing your money or telling you what to do and putting acronyms after the name and feeling like they're smart, telling you all these formulas, they can't make it. You're the one that makes it. So your relationship with money is is on a higher plane than the people trying to give you advice with it. Own and accept that first. If we can get into that, now we can be empowered in the conversation of money. Oh, see, oh, and I think that is so, so huge. Um, I was even just watching this interview the other day with, um, she's like a famous singer and she was like giving a speech at a college and she was like, everybody take a business class. She's like, because, and she's like, I'm really good at singing, but I have no idea how to manage my money. So, so much of my money goes to people trying to manage my money. And she was talking about how frustrated she was with that. Yeah. But I love that you talk about this where it's like, listen, you're not the dumb kid. Like this is a, yeah. these are skill sets that you can learn to make it happen. Okay. So yeah. I think, um, going backwards, like, okay, there's skill sets you can learn. I think as entrepreneurs, a lot of us are like crazy high achievers, right? So we want to know, well, what does it look like to win? Like yes. what, what does winning look like in the money game? This is, oh, you had such good questions. To me, winning is when I get to own my time. Ooh, it, is, it is not a number on a financial statement. It's not a net worth number. It's not a million dollars. It's when I own my time. Mm. And the only way, especially as an entrepreneur, because I have a whining snot-nosed three-year-old brat in the backseat called my business, the only way I can own my time is when I have cash flow coming in from investments that don't require my unique ability, like my business does, right? Yeah. When that cash flow covers my expenses, I now own 100% of my time. That's winning 
for me inside the game of money. Okay. Again, I got, I got to share like a 30 second story again. This is the moment when I knew you're you. taking all my time. I, know. <laughs> this is I knew you were a genius. Okay. Cause I had followed your stuff. I knew where I knew. And I had, I had heard like, I'd watch your videos and stuff like that, but it was at offer mind. Offer mind. Yeah. Offer mind. I was like offer lab, whatever it's called. Offer mind. Whichever one of them. I always. That's Steve Larson's event. Right. And you spoke at Steve Larson's event and you guys like there are six, 700 people, maybe almost a thousand in that room. And like Brad just, he just roasted all of us in the most beautiful way. Right. This is what he had us do. He was like, okay, everybody write down how much money you have in your bank account right now. So, you know, everybody writes it down. Then he goes, everybody write down what your expenses are for the month. So we're like, okay, got it. And I was like, I don't really know where you're going with this, but okay. And he said, now divide the two. And he goes, that's how many months of time that you own. And like that concept alone that you could own time. I'm telling you what, like I can't, I just, it still gets me jazzed. So that happened. And then this was like, what was the most beautiful thing? Like all of a sudden he's like, okay, so who owns one month of their time? Two, three, five years, 10 years. And I remember there was somebody that owned over like 150 years of their time. And you said these words, I was like, it was so beautiful. And I was like, I've never been the same where you were like, that is how you build a legacy when you own time after you will literally be gone. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is <laughs> I heard in my life, you guys have this concept of owning time is brilliant. And I love this. Okay. Which I think leads us to another question where that I think is really important, where I think there's a lot of people who are like, listen, I don't even own a month of my time. I'm, I'm making it to my next paycheck, right? We're making it to the next thing. And I think it just feels so overwhelming. Like, where in the world do I even start? What would you say is like a, a, a foothold to help people to get going in and conquering this money game? And this advice is similar across the board, but specifically to entrepreneurs is you need to decide to raise your financial IQ. Like you just, you can't, there's nothing. And this singer that you were talking about in your prior story, like she's frustrated because she's talking to all her advisors and all that. Like that's the inherent problem to it is you're not empowered if you're going to someone else and saying, tell me what to do, right? I don't have to know how to do everything in my business, but I have to know what right looks like and what the outcome is that I'm shooting for. Then I can go in and effectively get somebody in to help me accomplish that. So this isn't trying to say, I have to know how to do all of the things, right? Mm -hmm but I have to know what my outcome looks like, what success is and what I need to be doing with it. I have to be able to ask the question, not what should I do, but how do I do this? Or can you help me accomplish this? Mm. That's a much more powerful conversation. And it comes from raising our financial IQ. And this is the zinger. This is what I love to say is you cannot be financially free and remain financially ignorant. Like those two don't coexist. So we have to commit to learning this subject. A lot of us I was always surprised because I've loved it since a young age, but I guess I'm the weird one. We have to learn to love the conversation of money. Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay. And again, getting to, I think, what is this beautiful mantra of your guys, right? Where when you do decide to increase your IQ and take ownership over that, this, this concept of rising up and living free. I love that. Like rise up, increase your financial capacity, mm -hmm. believe that you could do it, live free, own your time, financial freedom. Could you though like paint us a picture? What does that look like for you? Right, because so, it's a beautiful phrase, right? But like, what does it look yeah. like for Brad Gibb? It's not what if you don't know me, if you're not following me, if you're not seeing my because I I do my best to put that out on the face tweets and the Insta posts and all the stuff that I understand. I try to at least put it out there a little bit. But if you've not seen any of that, it's not what you might think. It's not sitting on a beach sipping margaritas. It's not taking exotic vacations and having all this time off. Like, yes, I own my time. But to me, that's a sacred responsibility that I need to go influence and take my gift, what I'm good at, and exchange with others, right? Everybody has the thing that they're uniquely good at, 
But if you don't own your time, you may not be able to share that. And so for me, it looks like choosing what I want to do without money being the primary driver. And you'd be surprised. I probably work as much or more than I did when I had a nine to five job and I didn't own any of my time, but I get to be the one deciding it. And so we actually do this with everybody that comes in. You cannot come into our game and start working with us without answering the question, what do you want? Why does it matter? And who do you need to become? Because if we don't have answers to that, I can't help you accomplish anything. There's no direction. There's no direction. And mine has evolved. So don't try to copy mine. Mine was way more focused than this. You know, at times it was have this much income coming in or quit this job or pay this thing off. So it evolves. But the bigger vision of mine has become, I want to be able to set targets that are meaningful to me and then be able to pursue those targets. Like that's really it. And I set those targets inside of my business, inside of my personal life, inside of my family, inside of my spirituality, inside of all the areas of my life. But I want the freedom to pursue the targets that are meaningful to me. So I want to set and pursue meaningful targets. That's my why. Oh, I love it. Okay, guys, listen, nine and nine, what have we learned is that we need probably nine hours with you rather than nine minutes. Give me um, a, a whiteboard and a marker and yeah, let's we'll go, do right? it. Okay, so people, I listen, how can people become a part of your world? I know you guys have a challenge. That's what Ryan talked about yes. last time. I don't know if there's something different. That's, that is the bet. That's what we created as the intro to this is okay. the five day that we did a five day challenge. It's free, but don't be mistaken. It, it, we took a lot of time, effort, money into this. But in five days, we'll coach you and guide you through showing you what's not working. We punch you in the face. So get ready for that. Like yeah. we're direct he, and, he's gonna and roast clear. You. He did it to yes. us all for mine. And it's beautiful roast, but it's a roast nonetheless. But then we're going to set you up to say, this is what the path to financial freedom looks like and where we need to get started. So honestly, that's the best intro to what we do. And then obviously on the back end of that, then it opens up to all the different ways that you can work it with us. Bradley Gibb, we don't deserve you. God bless you for being one of the, as you claimed, weirdos that love money from the <laughs> beginning. So you could teach us all how to, how to actually conquer it. But you guys, listen, I can't tell you to everybody that I know that works with him. Like I literally was on the phone with Josh Gordy the other day and he just starts gushing about you guys. Like everybody that I know that has ever worked with them only has over the top things to say. So the fact that this challenge is free it feels crazy. It feels crazy. So before they clue in and start charging for this, I think everybody should probably <laughs> write that down. It, it charge. Okay, so what's the URL time. though? What's the URL? It's cashflowtactics.com forward slash challenge. Oh, crazy easy. Okay. Cashflow tactics. We'll put the link below or above wherever it is. But Bradley Gibb, thank you seriously so much for just coming and sharing us with us all. The things. Thanks, Catherine. Enjoyed it. It was super fun. You're so awesome. Okay. Bye. We'll see you later, guys. Cashflowtactics.com forward slash challenge. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I enjoyed being interviewed. So if you want to learn more about the Cashflow Tactics community and how you can get on a path to becoming financially free yourself, again, whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you are a W-2 employee, and regardless of who you are, if you want to get on that path, there's two places you can go. The first is go to cashflowtactics.com forward slash challenge. This will be a five-day coaching program we put together for you that will show you clearly exactly where you are, the things that are standing in the way of you becoming financially free, and then chart your roadmap to becoming financially free. And then second, find us on Facebook. You can go to cashflowtactics.com forward slash group should take you straight to the request page to come and be part of our private community. It's the only community we are over 3,000 strong focused on 
together becoming financially free in 10 years or less. So there's an amazing energy there, a wealth of knowledge that we uh, would encourage you to come in, participate with us. So you rise up so that you can live free right along with the other 3000 plus people that are doing that every single day. So again, cashflowtactics.com forward slash challenge is, is the five day challenge link. And then forward slash group is the link to the community. We'll see you guys on the inside and uh, on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed that last episode and thanks so much for listening to the Rise Up Live Free podcast. Do you have a question that you'd like us to answer raw and uncut on this podcast? All you need to do is head over to the Apple podcast and do three simple things. Number one, leave a rating and review telling us what you think of the podcast. Number two, in that review, ask anything you want related to your path to becoming financially free. And third, if you want to shout out, leave your Instagram handle or name. That's all. Then listen in to hear your questions answered live, raw, and uncut. Join us next time on the Rise Up Live Free podcast.